is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Court of Capes MCU Case Files, where your favorite judges discuss, rate, and rank MCU stuff exclusively. We're here to talk about the new Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. The introduction on the big screen to Curtis's favorite MCU character of all time. Yeah, probably top five. Top five. I, Dude, I'm not going to put him above, like, Spider-Man. Okay, well, I mean, and just enjoyment. I mean, Jason... I do love me some Kang. But your fa okay, favorite MCU villain of all time? I think I think on balance, yeah. Probably right now. Okay. I mean, maybe Magneto than him. Ooh, Magneto. Did X-Men Evolution do anything with that at all? Or no? Uh, not really. Okay. That is the only time we've seen Magneto on the court. So I was just saying. This is like, fair. This is fair. Uh, without further ado, let me introduce myself and fellow judges so we can get on the roll here discussing this movie. I am. Let's go with the Scarlet Wizard and Renegade Judge Shelton. Alongside of me, we have our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, right? And not your basic average girl, Judge Brown. You know, guys, I don't, I don't know why snow is white, but I think it's beautiful, and I don't hate it. Oh, you know, JC, that is certainly some writing <laughs> that you just referenced. The writing, is yes, writing. you did. People wrote that on a page. <laughs> and who you are hearing now is the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. How many holes you all got? Wasn't it eight? Eight, right? I thought it was, was it eight or seven? Maybe it was seven. Wait, 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 wait. Drink One. the ooze, drink the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah, I think it was seven. I think you're right. You know what's really funny? Josh just counted all of his holes. Wow. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what's really funny is that in the in the five seconds that we started doing this, I thought somehow that we were doing Gios, and I just read a Gios quote. Oh. Oh, I just bashed a Gios quote. You did because, just, like, yeah, we totally got, referenced got, that snow thing that was in Gios. I just yeah. got befuddled, and that that's a great moment and a great quote. I take back everything I said. I was just so ready. To bash this movie, wow! Um, that this that is that is a worse is, mistake than me falling asleep on here. I can't. Believe this is the I, single <laughs> worst mistake in Code of Capes, Order of Capes history. Dang man! No matter yeah. how and you I, look at it, this is rough. I, I take full responsibility for this, and I would like to temporarily demote myself. <laughs> Chris, what are you doing? For the remainder, for the remainder of this episode. For the remainder I, of this episode. I, you know what? I'm going to do something radical, and because I brought this upon us, I will similarly demote myself to Special Inquisitor. Wait, so I'm the only judge left? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I think no. for the remainder of this episode, you are uh, the de facto dictator of the Court of Cases. Oh, the goodness. last judge standing. <laughs> the last judge standing. I don't even know if I'm comfortable with this, because I let it slide. I let it slide, too. Maybe I should just be a Special Inquisitor, too. All right. Demote okay. I'm going to okay. demote myself to Special Inquisitors. <laughs> so, welcome to the MCU Case Files, where your favorite Special Inquisitors discuss and rate and rank MCU content. Content exclusively all right so this is the, another the, podcast 
The, the yep. title of this episode should be The Judges Have Fallen. Yes. <laughs> if you wish to find your judges discussing sex things, go to a different podcast because this yeah, isn't we're not, it. We're not home this today. Is, this is a pivotal point in the lore mm-hmm. of the podcast. Absolutely. Anyway, so as I said, we're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, where um, Jonathan Majors was introduced, or not introduced, on the big screen in terms of movies because he was... Yeah. He was uh he who remains is yep, that yep. yes in um in loki and honestly that reveal was amazing curtis yes. which veal, reveal did you like more that one or the first one in this movie no i mean like it's not even close like we didn't even know jonathan majors was in that show so i mean yeah. it's that okay yeah i totally agree absolutely agree and i'm kind of going towards you because you are the bigger F- kang fan out of us three for sure. Blue He's, man. Yes. Blue man. Like the blue JC's man. My deputy. JC's my deputy King fan though. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, here's a little fun thing for you guys. I've been watching Marvel's Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Nope. Ooh. Um, wait, wait. You've watched it before though. I only watched a few episodes with Curtis. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Josh has okay. been watching some stuff on the DL. I have been well, watching well, some well, stuff well, on the DL. Like, well, well, and hey, how how far have you gotten in this? Um, well, I am I allowed to say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're like, like a very very deep into the Kang story. Oh, oh and in Earth My Heroes. Yeah. Whoa. So you're like you're probably to him like conquering the world, right? Oh, uh, actually, I think it's gotten almost past that. i think i'm kind of past that it's basically like oh, okay. yes i passed that where iron man figured out a way to basically kind of take him down because it basically was a battle of the wits between him and iron man that's what the story which was. which is cool yes which is basically a battle of the wits between the descendant of reed richards and iron man yes pretty cool it was really it was good fresh. and i just feel like they did kang really good in that show which, yeah. I mean, that's the reason me and JC fell in love with him. Yeah, yeah. They, they did King yeah. really good in that shot. Anyways, um, so yeah, basically what we're going to do, boys, is we're going to give our overall thoughts about the movie, and then we're going to go, and then we're going to rate and rank it, unless you want to do either or. Rank uh, or rate. We can, I, I mean, yeah, I'm fine saving the rating and the ranking for the second round. Yeah. How about you, Jason? Yeah, I feel yeah, like that works. makes more logical sense. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, um, at all, like. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll rate oh, yeah. rank. Yeah. Okay, rank. Okay. You don't have to, Josh, if you don't. If you don't I have my rankings, all right? Okay. I do. I have them all. I wrote them all down. Now. I'm proud of you. Will I need to revisit all of these at some point? Absolutely. Oh, same. Most Absolutely. Of mine are garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, there's, I, I kind of reshuffle mine as I go, like. There was a point where I was like, oh, man, yeah. Um, Moon Knight deserves to be way lower. Uh, <laughs> so I put it way lower. Spoiler alert. Moon Knight's pretty low on my on my rankings. Um, yeah. Uh, is, it in, is it in the donkey tier? The donkey tier? No, I think it's just above the donkey tier. Does the, MC, right. does the MCU have a donkey tier, Curtis? Are you, are you saying such a thing? Hmm. You know, donkeys are dependable animals. <laughs> i don't know they're they're, they're dependable, but they're stubborn and also annoying there are definitely some mcu stuff that i just would rather not watch again like what if what if is in the donkey tier? yeah what if is one of them 
Eternals as one of them. The first two, the first two Thors. Yeah, yeah, that also. Yeah. Well, the first two and fourth Thor. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> I I would put Thor four above that tier. Please. Okay, maybe I just rewatch it for just some fun. Like, oh, this is silly. I feel like above the donkey tier is the slithery snakes tier. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> anyways let's get back on track talking about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania which is basically just a story about the ant-man fam um the the ant fam yeah just the ant fam and that's basically what was a family story and i feel like since it was so honed in on them it excluded some of the more enjoyable parts of an ant-man film correct Mm -hmm. yeah you know, and like the more I think about it, and I was seeing some things on Twitter, and some people were like, "Oh, rewatch the movie; you might like it more under this new lens." Um, well, I'm just saying you're lowering your standards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but to each their own. But like, um, so something that that happened, and I'm just going to start off the discussion here, is that the 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 storytelling in this movie seemed to just really lack in quality and one of those the one of the aspects of storytelling in the first two ant-man movies was i forgot his name do you guys remember his name luis luis exactly luis is an absolute tragedy that he was not in this he was not in this film and it it really showed because he brought this sort of um, magic and charisma and humor to a lot of the scenes that he's in. And it's just that the thing, you don't know what you have until it's gone. And that was Luis. Like the first two Ant-Mans are legitimately hilarious. Yes. And Luis is probably like 50% of the reason why. Exactly. Like, like, and him and Paul Rudd's like, like just chemistry together. It was so good. And yeah. like, like Luis's crew was sorely missed too. Ah, uh, yes, so, absolutely. True. We gotta have the ex-cons. Yeah, yeah. I guess that nature or that aspect of 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 Scott Lang's nature was a little gone now, right? Because he's an Avenger. He's yeah. more of a hero. So the whole ex, I used to be an ex-con um, aspect of his character is just kind of gone. And instead, he's just kind of like um, dealing with the facts that he was a bat. He was gone for five years, right? Or for however long he was in the realm. Could you guys help me out on that? I kind of forgot. So he wasn't. Um, he wasn't technically, you know, disappeared or dissolved like everybody else was to Thanos. He was in the quantum realm for five hours by his standards but yeah. by the world's time it was the full five years it was the full yep. five years i forgot how did he come out again the rats oh, okay okay yeah okay that's right <laughs> the, that's the biggest right deus ex machina in history oh, the rat okay save the entire multiverse so yeah. it's basically them coming together as a family which should have a lot of heart but jc did this movie have heart this movie did not have a single piece of a heart man ouch Tell me, like, JC, what do you think about, like, the lack of heart in this film, but maybe something that could be good? Because we're laying it on thick here, boys. We're talking about this film and the things that it 
that it lacked and some things that it struggled with, but what are some good things about this film? I mean, okay. the, oh, sorry, that was to JC. Well, sorry. Um, it's okay, JC, take the big one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, okay. You start, Curtis, then I'll, then I'll dive into something more specific. Okay. I believe that casting Jonathan Majors for Kang was a home run cast. Okay. I think that he brought it as Kang in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his presence. I loved his power set. I loved, like, the rage that we got a glimpse of. Mm-hmm. I could like, I could um, use more angry John uh, John Majors like, gang. Like I can use more. I that. think I think we will get it. I think we'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that his performance and like the backstory that we got with him and Janet was really good and really fun because like we got a little bit more of like a nuanced version of Kang. Mm. Okay. Or like yeah. he was he was a little sad or a little more friendly. Um, a little more manipulative. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I I, was, I agree with you. Standout positive and the probably the only thing I'll end up remembering from, about this movie because the movie was forgettable. Okay. There. Yeah. 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 That was a that was a huge one. That was a shot fired. Um, but <clears throat> I agree. Jonathan Majors was an amazing casting for Gang. Perfect. Great. The Council of Kings, though. Uh, that was floppy okay. and not good. Mm-hmm. But I would also argue that pretty much all of the end credit scenes that we got for Thanos before we actually saw him were also cheesy and floppy. True. Well, one was just him sitting on the throne in space, right? Wasn't that his first where he was just sitting on the throne uh, that in was, space? That was, his, that was his cameo in Guardians. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm more talking about how, like, the fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I think that was cooler than this Kang's thing, but it was still cheesy. So I don't feel like this is representative of what they'll actually be like. Okay. But it was still like a cheesy scene. Yeah, you know, no, it wasn't but, good. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not good. Um, yeah. Which is wild because there's been a lot of Marvel movies where like the post credit scene is like amazing and like, holy crap, like that's about to happen. Like, let's freaking go. Uh, yeah. So it's it's interesting marvel is taking an interesting route and there is marvel news of a lot of things being delayed which i am almost an huh so much yeah they're noticing the quality dip yes i feel like they're listening to people and they're like okay we got to make some changes and i feel like i have been one of the bigger proponents advocates for uh phase four and I still stand yeah. by most of those opinions. I think there's a lot of good stuff in Phase 4. Oh, yeah. But yeah. now, having seen Ant-Man 3, I can no longer deny that the MCU is in decline. Ooh! Welcome yeah. aboard, brother. Welcome aboard. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm on that boat. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, man. But now- I, think, I think that there is... There have been three MCU movies that I was the most hyped for, if you would ask me. It was this movie, it was Thor 4, and it was Doctor Strange 2. And while I do think that all three of the movies have good things, I think they were all disappointments. Mm, yeah, I agree. 
And yeah. in phases two and three, I can't really think of any disappointments that were this big that these three movies that we've experienced. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. In terms of like this big, maybe not. Guardians 2 for me was a slight disappointment. Yeah. But it wasn't on this level. Yeah. The movie was like an 8 instead of being a 10. Yeah. But yeah, JC, you were going to say. Yeah. I think my biggest thing with Kang, since we're on that train, is that his scene, the backstory scene with him and Janet, was the single best thing in the movie. Oh, I thought Modoc was. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that, that scene was great. Yeah, it yeah. was. It, it was the best of Kang. We got to see him being manipulative. We got to see the charisma that he has. We got to see the fact that he is terrifying and that he has done some stuff. And it was like, just portrayed so well. Ended timelines. Mm-hmm. He's ended timelines. He's well. We didn't get to this yet, but you know, he's killed Avengers. Yeah, yeah. He said that multiple times. Yeah, right. he's like, "Are you the one with the hammer?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? like, like, almost treating uh, the Avengers as did the the time police did the Infinity Stones, right? Yeah. Just little rocks. Oh, they're just yeah, puny they're... Avengers. Literally, though, pretty crazy. But uh, but that was by far the best of Kang. And I hope that future movies are able to utilize that side of him and that level of writing to truly bring out the best of Jonathan Majors. Mm. Yeah. Because my, my, my critique with Kang goes a little bit further than just the Council of Kangs. It also goes to how he was used in the final battle. Totally agree. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more as about that. Kang, as you've seen in the show, Josh, yeah is calm in control and he is just all about results and getting things done yes this version of king even when he even when his back is against the wall yeah right right so it it was kind of frustrating to me to see hang lose his cool and so easily and be yeah so easily not being in control of the situation and being reactive. Yeah. I I totally agree because based on the situation he was in, it, it did, his life technically wasn't being threatened. Just his his a ruling huh? His escape plan. Yeah, his escape plan was being threatened, but though if he really acted on it, he could have done it. His escape his escape plan was that all of his minions and his total like a military that he built up in these cities, he wanted to take that all with him. Right. And then that was messed up. Which yeah. I will say, like, all of his military and stuff was really generic. It did. It yeah. really did. It's like the bad version of AIM. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah. speaking of AIM, we did get Monarch as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fun. He was fun. Yes. But I think... I think in the midst of, there's a lot of reasons why this movie doesn't work that well for me. One of which is it's neither a good Ant-Man movie or a good Avengers setup movie. And it's trying to be both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really hard to speak not, the word Avengers when it comes to this movie at all. Yeah. It's not that funny. Like an Ant-Man movie is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but it also doesn't feel serious at all. Yeah. But, like, I think that um, the Modoc stuff is legitimately funny. And when we meet the guy that wants them to drink the ooze, that's great. Love that scene a lot. That's fun. Like, drink the ooze, drink the ooze. And I'm like, same. I think I wish I was drinking ooze to watch this movie. Yeah, oh, true. To understand what the writers were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? I uh, I, I totally agree. Modoc was a hit in terms of comedy. At first, it was like, whoa, that's kind of cringe. But for some reason, it worked. Mm-hmm. Like, it started to work more. The more Darren jokes that came up, it just kind of became funny. Um, right. Just like, I don't know. Which is, which is great, like... Uh, because Modok is supposed to be like this weird joke. He's supposed to be kind of powerless, even though he's supposed he was created f- only for killing. Um, that was his thing, and but he's supposed to be like kind of a joke character. At least all that I've seen him, I don't think I've seen Modok in too serious of a way, except in Marvel's Avengers: The Game. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a joke in Earth Mightiest Heroes. Um, he was a joke in this. He was a joke in Modoc the show, Hulu, the Hulu show. Which is the entire point of that show. Yes, which is the entire point because it's admitting that Modoc is a joke. So Modoc was a hit in this movie, I think, for in terms of comedy. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but there were there were a lot of things missing. But I think that one of the most disappointing parts of this movie was Paul Rudd himself. Yeah. How they completely gave him either nothing to do. Or just a bunch of really generic "I'm a father" things to say. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also yeah. like. I wish they hadn't recast Cassie. True, they for, did. Yeah, like we only saw a little bit of her in Endgame, but I thought that she just seemed more interesting to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. And like, as per usual, Janet did very little oh yeah she was yeah. a very uncompelling character even in her scenes with kang yeah both both janet and hope yeah they and hope hope just fell off she was such a huge part of the first and second movie like and, and now she just kind of like i don't know she is literally just hello we have female ant-man number one <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like part of the problem is separating him and Hope. Like, they were so good together. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. They did all that to service him and Kathy. Yes, because he's a bad father and he's trying to make up for all the time he's been gone. Also, I just don't think it was that, that, like, it it wasn't that interesting to give her a suit to begin with. Because she has the same powers as Ant-Man. Yeah. True. At least Janet can fly. Or Hope can fly. Hope can fly. I mean, Janet used to be able to fly. Yeah. Speaking of Janet, though, they never even followed up on that storyline with her getting powers. From the second movie. Oh, man, I completely forgot about that. You're right. Oh! Well, so did the writers. Yeah. Shoot, I did forget about that. Holy crap. Exactly. So weird. Man. Mm. Yeah, I... I, the The more I think about it, I think you're right, guys, that, you know pushing these MCU projects back some to maybe revisit the writing and maybe increase the quality of shows is pretty important right now. Um, because they, I feel like they need to do that stuff with like, while other, other films are starting to be 
like starting to come out and stuff and you know who knows what's happening with dc but i feel like it's starting to pick up some momentum we'll see yeah they got a long ways to go they do have a long ways to go but uh this mcu decline is not not entertaining as we go but uh why don't we just go out and rank the movie on our mcu list boys let's do it um who wants to go first you want me to go first i got it all right all right so i give this movie a six and a half out of ten okay thanks when you do that because i am an mcu shill and i probably always (laughs) will be but uh we're just in a down season right now this fantastic tv show yeah hmm um, let's see. So, with that being said, um, how many properties did you say there were? 41. In that includes so, the shows. Um, so let's see. One, two, three. So, that would put Ant Man 3 at 25 for me. Okay. I put it above the Eternals and below Guardians 2. And the more I think about it, the more this movie is probably going to move down over time. Yeah, I already have it. In fact, actually, the more when I say that out loud, I enjoyed most of these more than Ant-Man 3. So I'm going to I'm going to take it down <laughs> to hmm. Oh man, it's going it's going down there, guys. It's uh, continuing to it's continuing to fall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. I have a number First in my head. What I'm putting up. Um. So it is now at. Because I'm like, dudes. I'm not gonna think about this movie ever again, probably. No. Until I rewatch it. Yeah. Um. It is now at uh, 36. Oh. Okay. Copy and paste everything Curtis just said for me. Oh goodness. Okay. It's a 6.5 at 36. <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost it's, in agreement, but I had it at 29. Below, it's below Moon Knight and above Black Widow. For me, my 36 is between... It's under Captain Marvel and above Iron Man 2, which may or may not be a good decision. I'm not sure. <laughs> but that's where it is for the moment. It's, it's in that zone. Yeah. Okay, well, I have it at 30... At 33, um, uh, below Iron Man 2, but above Black Widow. That makes sense. I have Black Widow way higher on my list, and I probably need to address that. (laughs) (laughs) Although it's not number 11 anymore. Yeah. I also just rewatched No Way Home. Oh, man. Was it as good? (sighs) Yes, it was absolutely amazing. It was so great to watch it again. Loved it. And I just have this constant debate in my head what my favorite Marvel movie is of all time. Now, this considers any Marvel content whatsoever. Mm. And so it's between No Way Home and Into the Spider-Verse. Endgame's not even in that running? Josh didn't like Endgame that much. I liked liked Infinity War more than Endgame. That's right. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Ain't kosher. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our thoughts on the third Ant-Man movie, which it seems that Marvel is in a decline. I haven't lost hope. I just, uh, it seems that they're, they're taking measures, hopefully in these delays. 
in increasing the quality of the writing, um, maybe rethinking some decisions and making sure that every single character gets um, proper justice and quality time and lines. All right. Yep. Any last words, boys, before we sign out of this episode of MCU Case Files? I just want to say really quick that I find it disturbing that Endgame and Infinity War had probably six times as many characters as this film, and they still did a better job at juggling them than this film did. Mm. Yep. That's true. Also, Bill, Bill Murray's character was awful. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. Well, JC, counterpoint with that, though, most of the characters that were in Infinity War and Endgame did have uh, prior movies or a lot of screen time prior. As most, if most, most of these yeah, but hope, but I feel like I feel like uh, well, I guess they did. It's just they weren't their own movies, like like Hank Pym. It was like I don't know. It just it just I, felt different. I I think my point stands. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Curtis. What do you? Have? What do you mean? Like yeah, final words. Oh, final words. Um. Kang is still Kang. He came through with a good Kang, but uh, they better use him better next time, or else I will be very angry. Mm. Yeah, will if if they butcher Kang Dynasty, what what will you do, Curtis? Mm. I'd be so mad. Uh, <laughs> I'd be so mad if they messed that up. Well. I uh, guess I'm a Justice League fan now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I sort of said, um, MODOK is an adventure, boys. Let us not <laughs> yeah, deny it. MODOK is an adventure. Peace out.